Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. Well, good to have you aboard for week number nine of Flyers Weekly. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address. PhiladelphiaFlyersWeekly.blogspot.com is our home page. Flyers had the first ever shootout Saturday night in Nashville. Pretty cool stuff, even though the Flyers didn't win. They still played great against a uh, Western Conference team and a team with lots of speed and uh, lots of agility. So it was good to see that. They uh, certainly fought back. The young kids are getting the job done with Forsberg out and uh, now Esch being injured and, and, and him being out. Of course, the Namaki sitting in in goal. Uh, the young kids are getting it done. Patrick Sharp, Jeff Carter, Mike Richards is kind of back on, on track here after he kind of went through a uh, dry spell. So a, good, a lot of good things this week for the Flyers. Of course, they beat the Islanders. They beat the, the Devils this week uh, on the uh, what was it, Tuesday and Wednesday game or the Wednesday, Thursday game, whatever. Um, and, of course, lost to Nashville in a shootout. Not much you can do. You got uh, Paul Correa out there who actually, I think, uh, did score the what would go on to be the shootout winner. Uh, he le- I think he leads the NHL, or at least leads the team right now in shootout uh, victories, shootout goal victories. Uh, so Korea definitely, you know, fit to that type of job. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so the Flyers kind of got their feet wet. Uh, Mike Knubel and, of course, uh, Simone Gagne um, had shot for the uh, – for the Flyers, and they were unable to score. Uh, but still a good game on Saturday. A good game and a lot of good things uh, to see uh, go down. Uh, and, uh, again, the young kids doing a great job. Doing a great job. It's good to see uh, even guys like John Sim really getting in there and getting down and dirty and making a, a big fuss in front of the, the opponent's net and things like that. Really, really good signs. Really, really good to see. The defense has done much better, so we'll talk about those things. We'll get it kicked off here with Hitchcock's Corner. We do this every week. We just offer some uh, commentary from Hitch, from Coach Hitchcock, and uh, talking about Patrick Sharp after New Jersey after the New Jersey Devils game. And, and Sharp had a great game. He had a goal there. And it was a great goal because, um, well, here's what Hitch had to say about Patrick Sharp uh, after the New Jersey game. He says, uh, even when we used captain yesterday with Sharp, they were good too. Confidence is growing. You've got the first two-year players on your second unit on your power play, and they can control the tempo. That's good stuff. The confidence is growing with a lot of the young guys right now. Uh, and again, we'll go back to the great play on Wednesday with uh, Patrick Sharp, and he finally scored a goal against a, a, an opponent other than the Islanders. He has a bunch of goals against the Islanders this year, uh, but uh, this one was against New Jersey. And, and if you saw the game, it was a great goal because uh, Patrick Sharp going in hard into the boards behind the net. He gets he gets checked good by Dan McGillis, and he kind of gets McGillis kind of gets an elbow up there. Wasn't called. Okay, no problem. Patrick Sharp just kind of gets up, rebounds. And uh, goes to the front of the net where there was, uh, I think it was Bronco Radovojevic and Brandy Brady or Eager uh, were able to feed him a pass up front, and uh, that was that was it. That was uh, that was a goal, and it was it was good to see because it was you know, uh, of course. Sharp could have went down in a heap, and he could have kind of laid there and milked it after that hit. But he did. He got right back up, uh, went to the front of the net, and uh, was able to take a uh, was able to take a feed and and score. Very key goal because the game ended up being two to one. 
Um, and it was a, definitely, no, no doubt, a key goal there for Patrick Sharp. And just, just a good sign that these young kids are working hard for the team. We're talking about Peter Forsberg. Uh, of course, he's greatly missed. Here's what Hitch had to say about him, where he is missed the most. Hitch says the power play. He can speed it up, slow it down. He's on the 5-3. It's a no-brainer. It's in the net. I mean, he gives everybody a no-brainer there. That's where you miss him. You also miss his competitiveness. He loves games like this. These are types of games that are set for him. And this was a playoff game with a playoff-type atmosphere. The fans were in it. Both teams were really in it. Both teams were really playing well coming into it. Both goaltenders were terrific. It was a very well-played hockey game. That was, of course, after again after the New Jersey game on Wednesday. And no doubt that the Flyers definitely do miss uh, Peter Forsberg. Uh, and hopefully he'll be back uh, soon. I haven't heard any new news on Forsberg. Uh, just uh, other than he tried to skate, of course, on Friday. The last thing I heard and. uh Friday didn't uh, really work out very well. Neither did uh, I'm not sure if he did anything on Thursday or not. But uh, still, still nursing that uh, string growing pull. So uh, hopefully Forsberg can get back. And there's no doubt that uh, the Flyers miss Forsberg on a power play. They are they were one for twelve in the New New Jersey and the uh, Islanders games this week. One for twelve in power play chances. Uh, so there's no doubt that the power play has uh, struggled a little bit uh, without Forsberg being there. Um, one for 12 in two games. Uh, you know, teams like that are going to give you opportunities. Got to take them. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Peter back here real soon. Talk about uh, some of the defense. And, uh, you know, we talked about the defense last week really struggling. Uh, this week, not as much of a struggle when you saw late in the games, late in these one-goal games, you saw a 1-2-2 two, two defense, basically a trap defense, and uh, basically trying to hold the puck uh, in, in the neutral zone uh, and kind of t- hoping to, to bury the – the opposing team's offense in their own zone and uh, keep the puck out of the Flyers' uh, defensive zone. So you see the one-two-two with the centers up front. You got the wings and the neutral neutral ice, and then you have the two defensemen back at the blue line uh, to try to try, try to uh, oppose any sort of uh, setup. Setup. Try to basically try to keep the puck in neutral ice and make sure the puck doesn't get toward close to your goaltender. Is what it is. Um, called basically a trap defense. Uh, here's what Hitch had to say about that. And you saw that, if you saw the games, you saw it a lot on, on uh, the Islanders and the Devils games. One goal games late in the game, and uh, you saw that type of defense being set up. Here's what Hitch had to say. There are so many times with the way the game is played now that one pass, no matter how good your positioning, one pass can beat three guys and two for sure. We're just trying to stay above the puck. That's all we're trying to do. It isn't really even a trap. We're angling and trying to make sure that when they are making these passes, that they are having to pass through sticks, legs, and bodies. Every time we turn one of those over, it's a big time odd man rush. And we talked about the turnovers, you know, the turnovers and, and neutral ice and, and keys like that. The Flyers still got to keep still have to watch out for that. We saw Saturday's game in Nashville. Uh, there were some key turnovers. I don't think any any there were any goals scored by Nashville on those turnovers. But you give a team, especially like Nash, Nashville and these Western Conference teams and teams coming up that the Flyers are going to play with a lot of speed, you give them, you keep giving them these turnovers that Flyers are becoming famous for neutral ice, they're just going to take the puck, puck and run with it. They're going to create chances and, and good chances. Odd man chances. Uh, not good. Not good. You, you don't want to have that happen, especially with some of the teams coming up in the Western Conference. The Flyers really got to work on, again, the turnovers uh, and neutral ice and things like that. You're giving the team, especially these teams with speed, a much better chance uh, to get down there and create a chance. Here's what else Hitch had to say on uh, the 1-2-2 defense and, and 
on Wednesday after uh, Wednesday's uh, Devils game. He says we forecheck for 15 minutes in the third period, but after a while, when you get burned a few times doing it doing it that way and give up a big odd man rush, you have to be smart. Before you could start the third period playing that way, you can't do that now. You're better off playing the way we do for 55 minutes now, which is just pour it in. We're better playing that way. When you're playing four games and six nights, it's hard to keep going like that. That's when, we, that's when we pulled it back like that because our energy level was going down. So there there you go. There's Hitch saying that, look, you know, if, if it's going to get late in the game uh, like it has been, it's going to be a close game that they're going to talk about, you know, just, just keeping this defense set up. If they have that one goal lead, uh, trying, trying to just oppose any sort of uh, offensive rush or, or odd man uh, rush by the opposing team. And it worked well. The, the defense did a very good job uh, holding those one-goal leads on um, special Wednesday's game against the Devils. Uh, really close, tight game. So good to see that. Um, and, of course, the Western Conference game's coming up. And uh, here's what Hitch had to say about the, some of the Western Conference games, starting with Nashville. He says, I think familiarity is is always what gets the intensity level going. I think more than anything, it's a feeling out process at the start of the games. You're feeling that the other team out. You're not sure what they've got, and they're not sure what you've got. Then, if, then it kind of gets revved up as the game moves on. I think for us, Nashville plays a game that has such a high tempo that your checking gets tested. If you're out of position with their quickness, they are going to they are going to bury you. Calgary plays a lot like we do. It's a hard grunt game and they are very effective doing it. I'm looking forward to see how we match up with a team like Nashville and if we can match their speed and see if our young guys can compete with their young guys. I think it's a great test. And you saw if you saw the game on Saturday, the players kept up with with the Nashville players. It was great to see. Again, you talk about the young players and and players, you know, really coming to the top. Mike Richards had a deflection goal. It was good to see, you know, him really standing right there in a slot and basically redirecting a, a shot from Darian for a goal. So those are the type types of things I think we're going to have to see coming up because there are some really good goaltenders coming up too. Let's not forget about that. Just going to do a you look at the look at the Flyers schedule coming up and, and some of the goaltenders. Um, Edmonton is coming in, and Edmonton uh, is hot uh, behind Mike Morrison, goalie Mike Morrison. Um, the Wild, <laughs> the Minnesota's coming in, uh, Manny Fernandez. Uh, Calgary, Mika Kippersoff, which is probably going to be the starting goalie for Team Finland in the 2006 Olympics. Uh, so these goaltenders coming in are having great years. You're talking Kiprasov, you're talking Manny Fernandez, you're talking Mike Morrison. So for the Flyers to get past some of these teams coming in, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Minnesota, they're going to have to create uh, chances like they did on Saturday night in Nashville. And that being putting bodies in front of the goaltender, redirecting shots, um, that's going to be the best, op- one, one of the keys, I think, to victory this coming week when these Western Conference teams a lot of speed involved in these Western Conference teams. Calgary is loaded up with veterans. And I think Hitch hit it right on the head when he said about uh, Calgary playing a very similar game as the Flyers do. They're hard-nosed. It's grunt work. Tony Amani, a former Flyer. We all know him. Darren McCarty. There's a bruiser right there. Uh, also, there's Damon Lankow on that team. Roman Hammerlick. Of course, we mentioned Mika Kippersoff. Um, so, you got some really, really good players in Calgary coming in. And it doesn't, it doesn't stop because... 
you look at Edmonton, of course, we talked about Mike Morrison, but you go down to the Minnesota Wild, Jacques Demers coming in, uh, Manny Fernandez, uh, Marion Gaborik, uh, big speed there, speedsters coming in, and Minnesota has had speedsters in the past, uh, so it's going to be a test these next couple games for the Flyers, and uh, the defense is going to get is going to get tested again. Uh, the, the speed is going to come in. Uh, we're going to have to use our speedsters, guys like Sammy Kapanen, uh, Kim Janssen back on defense. He's got some speed. You know, guys like that. Uh, you know, we're going to have to play the physical game. I think we're going to have to try to wear them out, shut them down, and create chances in front of the net, uh, like we saw in Nashville on Saturday, where some really good chances created and some good goals uh, create are scored and, and things like that. That's what's going to have to happen. The schedule, like we said, doesn't get any easier uh, because all these teams coming in. You have Cal- of course Calgary, Edmonton, and Minnesota this week. Uh, all very good teams. Of course, Columbus. Columbus next week. Uh, Vancouver though, and St. Louis. So there's a little bit of a little bit of a lull in the action there. We get to get some kind of some subpar teams coming in. Uh, to, for the Flyers to face. But this week, Edmonton, Minnesota, and Calgary are going to be a real test. And these Western Conference teams, uh, you got to be ready because, like I said, they're going to pack speed and they've got very good goaltending this week uh, in Fernandez, Morrison, and uh, Kiprasov. So it'll be interesting to see how the Flyers deal with those players. Injury report this week, of course, we mentioned Robert Esch. Uh, he had has a growing injury. I, I think it's a tear. Uh, I, I've heard all sorts of reports that it's not as bad as people think, that he's going to be out for a week. Uh, don't know with Robert Esch. Uh, so Antero Nidamaki is going to get the starting nod here, probably for, I'm assuming, probably for this entire week um, against the, uh, the the Flames, the Wild, and the Oilers. Uh, so um, interesting to see uh, how that turns out. Nidamaki, who's been getting starts, he got a, a couple starts last week on back-to-back games. Uh, he's definitely getting his share of... Um, well, he's definitely getting his share of playing time, and he's kind of getting a trial by fire here. Uh, he's he's, he's going to be the man in goal. He had a great game against Nashville, there's no doubt. And Tara really looked good. Of course, you know, shootout, guy, you know, guys like Paul Korea in there, you know, are, are going to beat you. That's that's what those guys are, are, are out there. They're made to do that. And, uh, and, and he looked great in the game, though, didn't the, the mock. He made some really cool saves, some great saves uh, and things like that. So Jamie Storr was recalled uh, from the Phantoms uh, as a backup goalie. Um, in, in the meantime, of course, and uh, Nidamaki will be getting the start. Ryan Reddy, who was um, also recalled from the Phantoms a while ago, he's injured, uh, growing injury there. Forsberg has a growing injury again, day to day. All these guys, day to day. Hopefully, Forsberg will get back this week. Of course, Dennis Seidenberg out with a broken right wrist. He should be coming back soon, as well as uh, Brian Savage with a sprained MCL in his knee. He should be coming back also very soon. Turner Stevenson also with that hip injury. He's day-to-day. And um, Keith Primo, of course, with the ongoing uh, concussion. Haven't heard any new news on Primo. Uh, it sure would be nice to uh, to get him back sometime soon. I want to pass this along, too. We talked about the captain situation um, a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago or something like that. The Wild, the Minnesota Wild, they actually go, I think they go month to month uh, with how they choose captains. And um, it, it seems to me, when I checked it out, that uh, they, they, they kind of go by whoever the, the, the best player on the team was for that particular month, if, if, if I'm reading this correctly. So they don't have, the, uh, the Wild anyway, they don't, uh, they, they, they don't have a full-time captain. It's kind of by committee or kind of by jury there. And uh, whoever is... Um, 
I guess whoever that one of the best players of the month, they get the captain honors uh, for the month, and uh, so it's, a, it's an interesting system there. They kind of rotate captaincy on a monthly basis. Uh, and just reading here off their website, based on the player who has shown the greatest leadership qualities. So I guess, um, so I guess it wouldn't necessarily uh, mean the player with the with the most scoring or anything like that, but just the, the, the best leadership qualities. Gotta feel comfortable with it though, because the captain is is a big job. So uh, Flyers still haven't named anybody. Maybe Eric Desjardins, who uh, had disputed that one goal on uh, in that Islanders game. In New York, uh, well, it wasn't a goal, but if you saw the game, there was there was a close play at the end of the game where the, the Islanders looked to almost have scored a game tying goal, um, and the play was whistled dead. They couldn't review it. Uh, Desjardins had gone over, Eric had gone over, and uh, made sure, and kind of you know went over to the uh, referee's crease and made sure that they weren't going to review it because it was whistled dead. You can't review a, a play that was whistled dead on the ice. So maybe Eric Desjardins is one of those guys who should uh, maybe think about wearing the C. It doesn't seem like the team is making a big deal about it, so hey, why not? Um, we, we mentioned before in the past that wearing the captain is more for... At, at this point right now, if you don't feel like you need to have a captain on the team, then it's the NHL is probably going to push you to have one uh, because the captain will be the one going over to the referees and getting over to the referee crease and, 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 and disputing any calls or, or talking about any you know misplays or reviewed calls, things like that. But it hasn't happened yet, so it apparently doesn't seem to be a real big deal. So we'll see what happens with that in the next next couple weeks if uh, if they name somebody or if even, hey, if even Primo comes back, I don't know. But anyway, this week on tap, Calgary. And Calgary uh, at home uh, at the Wachovia Center on um, the 6th, which is Tuesday. Uh, the 8th, uh, Thursday, Edmonton. And then the Saturday, Minnesota also at home. So a three-game homestand here for the Flyers against some tough Western Conference teams. And uh, it'll be interesting to talk about those three games next week. It's going to do it for this edition of Flyers Weekly. Thank you for joining me. Have a great week. Remember, flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address, and philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Check those out this week. Send us your thoughts, your suggestions. Uh, We'll add them in the show. We'll uh, get right back to you. All that good stuff. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.